The following is another dynamic message by Ryan Jacobs, prophet, teacher, and leader of the Empowered Church. But Genesis chapter number twelve, I want to speak to something that people don't talk about, but it is, but it is actually the greatest, one of the greatest sources of of, of perpetual power of God. Genesis chapter number twelve. I'll read from verse number one. Uh, now the Lord has said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy, out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, and unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse them that curse thee, and, and, and in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And this is the very foundation of of of. of of Christ manifest the Galatians says that, that because um, God the promises made unto the seed and not seeds uh, and Christ is that seed and and because uh, if, if, and it says that if, if we believe in Christ seed uh, uh, Christ when we when we are Abraham's seed is according to the promise and that we may receive the why what is all this thing about when we receive the promise of the Spirit, Amen, and so it was so this is a very powerful the whole thing hinges around this field. This is the, the command, the promise that God gave to Abraham, the the mandate, the thing of God said, I, I will do, get thee out of thy country and from the father, and I, and I will. So, 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 so he did it, right? So, verse number four. And so Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken unto him, and Lot went with him, which is a mistake. And and, and Abraham was was seventy five years when he departed out of Haran. You know, and then he goes on to say that well, uh, Abram did in verse number six. And Abram passed through the land under the, uh, the place of Shechem, uh, under the plain of 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 of, of Moreh, and the Canaanite was then in the land. And the Lord appeared unto Abram and said, "Unto thy seed I will give this land." And they he and they builded he an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him. The Lord appears. Unto Abraham, and immediately when the Lord appeared unto Abraham, he built an altar. I want to talk about the altar. That the altar was the secret of power of God. Was the altar Genesis. 26 and verse number 23. Isaac. There's not Isaac, the son of Jacob. And he went up from hence, from thence to Beersheba. And the Lord appeared unto him in the same night and said, I am the God of Abraham, thy father, and fear not. For I am with thee and will bless thee and will multiply thy seed for my servant Abraham's sake. Verse number 25. And he builded an altar there and called upon the name of the Lord and pitched his tent there where Isaac and uh, with the Isaac's servants dig the well. What did he do? He built an altar. Right. Genesis 28. And verse number 10.
And Jacob went from Bathsheba and went toward Haran. And he lighted upon a certain place and tarried there all night. Because the sun was set and he took off the stones of that place and put them for his pillows and lay down in that place to sleep. And he dreamed uh, and behold a ladder upon, uh, uh, set upon, uh, upon the earth and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold the angels of God ascended and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, thy father, and the God of Isaac, the land wherein thou liest to thee, will I give it unto thy seed. And thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth, and shall spread abroad to the west, and to the east, and to the north, and to the south. And will bring, uh, 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 and I, and, and I will, uh, and I am with thee, uh, and will keep thee uh, in all places wherever thou goest, and will bring thee again into this land, for I will not leave thee until I have done that which I have spoken to thee of. And Jacob waked out of his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I knew it not. And he was afraid and said, How dreadful is this place? If this is none other than the house of God, this is, this is the gate of heaven. And Jacob rose up early in the morning and took the, the stone that he had put on for, uh, for his pillows and set it up for a pillar and, and poured oil upon, uh, upon the top of it. And he called the name of that place Bethel. But the, but the name of the city was called Luz at the, at the first. Verse 20, And Jacob vowed a vow, saying, If God will be with me and will keep me in his way, that I, I go and I will give, me, and will give me bread to eat and raiment to put on, and so that I come, come again to my father's house in peace, then shall the Lord be my God. And this stone which, which I have set for a pillar thou sh shall be called God's house. And all that thou shalt give me, I will surely give thee, give a tenth unto thee. Uh, let, me, let, let me read uh, Genesis chapter number 31, verse number 11. Right, this, this is now the angel of God that's speaking to Jacob about that thing. Right. It says, then the angel of God, verse, uh, Genesis 31, verse 11, and the angel of God spake unto me in a dream, saying, Jacob, and I, and, and I said, here am I. And, and he said, I, and, and, and he said, lift up now the eyes and see all the rams which leap upon the, the cattle are, 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 are ring straight speckled and grizzled, for I have seen all that labor and do unto thee. I am the God of Bethel. Where thou anointest the pillar, where thou vowest a vow unto me. Now rise, get thee out of thy, this land, and return unto the land of thy kindred. So the Lord says, This vow you vowed unto me. So, so I want to talk about this. If you look at Jacob's thing, the Lord appears and speaks at Bethel, at a place where there's nothing but a stone. And the man says, How dreadful is this place! And that man had power of God. And our day, it doesn't matter how God moves, yet men will not respect the place where God moves. This man had one dream of one visitation. Christians are in church all the time, and the power of God flows, and God does things, and they don't respect that place. Isn't it funny? Beside the point. Yeah. And beside that, when the man is such, he says, this is Bethel. When the angel of God appears to him, he says to him, and calls that place Bethel. And we know why he called it Bethel. The house of God. 
But the thing I want you to see is that in, in all the cases, what they did is that they sanctified an altar. There are two things. Let me, again, let me turn to the book of Judges. Because we are out of time. But the book of Judges. I think Judges chapter 6. And verse number 11. Now we understand that Israel was under oppression seven years during this time. And verse number 11. And uh, Genesis, oh, chapter 6 verse 11. And there came an angel of the Lord and, and, and sat under an oak which was in, in, in Ophrah. And that pertaineth unto uh, Johas uh, the a Bezerite and his son and his son Gideon fresh wheat by the wine press to hide to hide it from the Midian from, from, from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. And Gideon said, Oh my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is all this befallen us? Uh, where be all his miracles which our fathers told us, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up, uh, up from Egypt? But now the Lord hath forsaken us and delivered us into the hand of the Midianites. And the Lord had looked up upon him and said, Go in this by might, and thou, and thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. And uh, that, that have I not sent thee? And, and now you know, he says a lot of things. I'll jump to verse number 22. Right. Um, let, me, let me read first number... Number 21 says, Then the angel of the Lord put forth the, the end of the star that was in his hand and touched the flesh and, and unleavened cakes. And they rose up fire out of the rock and consumed the flesh and unleavened cakes. And, and then the angel of the Lord departed out of his sight. And then Gideon perceived that he was an angel of the Lord. Right. Alas, O Lord God, for because I have seen an angel of the Lord face to face, and the Lord said unto him, Peace be unto thee, fear not, thou shalt not die. Verse number 24, Then Gideon bowed an altar there unto the Lord and called it Jehovah Shalom. Unto this, unto this day it is yet in opera of the Bezerites. And it came to pass the same night that the Lord said unto him, Take thy father's young bullock, even the, the, the bullock of the seven years, and throw down the altar of Baal that thy father, uh, father have, and cut down and, and grow it by it. Verse 26, and build an altar unto the Lord thy God upon the, upon the top of this rock in, in, in the ordered place and take the second bullock and offer burnt sacrifice to the wood of the grove which thou shalt cut down. Then Gideon took ten men of his servants and did as the Lord had said unto him. And so it was, because he feared his father's household and the men of the city that he could not uh, do it by day, but he did it by night. But what did he do? He built an altar. Last scripture, and then I'm going to say what I want to say. In Judges chapter, chapter number 13. Hmm. Who should I? Ah, let's leave it. But if you read it, you will find that there's a story of the Lord appearing to the mother, what would be the mother of Samson. I mean, to call the, the father. And so it's the father and the mother of Samson. Judges chapter number 13. And the angel of the Lord come to say that they're going to have a child. 
and what Manoah Samson's dad does when he get after the he appearance, he, he builds an altar, and he offered unto the Lord. I want to talk about the altar. You will find that whenever you find God, and and heaven appears. They will be in the man's response is to build an altar, even God's command to build an altar. And that altar becomes the touch point, the contact point between heaven and earth, between God and man. And when you study the fathers of the faith, you will find that when that the, what kept heaven open is the altar. The response was always at the altar. And the altar is the place where the voice of God is heard and the sacrifice unto God is heard. The voice of man is heard there and the voice of God is heard there. And therefore in all our stories, when there was an altar, it was in a response to a heavenly revelation and visitation. And as a young person in your life, as a man, is imitate the faith and the, the, the faith and patience of him and inherit the promise. If you want power with God, you must understand and recognize the altar of God. That it is your altar, the altar that speaks for you. It is at the altar that God will speak and meet you. That the thing about a pulpit is not the pulpit. No, no, no. It is the altar. God will do for you according to the grace that is upon the altar. And in your life, one of the ways to the power of God is to have an altar with God. If you will understand this, it is unlikely that you will go through the turmoil that others go through. And in the prophetic, we understand these things. I'm out of time. That, that God hears the cry of his people from the altar. The strength of the ministry, any prophetic ministry, it is the altar. What people don't understand And I and this is a s supposed to be open seeker. This the reason we have red carpet, why we have carpets here. It symbolizes a touch point to say the circumference of this section here is the circumference of the altar of this house. And that the people, say, the young men of the house, must understand if you are a part of a ministry, of this ministry, that the strength of what God does for you in this ministry will come from the altar. And therefore, it is at this altar, from this place, the pulpit, but the pulpit is only a power as long as there's an altar at the pulpit. A place where God appears. A place where sacrifice happens.
Therefore, we let people give. Therefore, it is a place from where we preach. It is at the altar that we lift our hands and we worship the Lord. The sacrifice of praise is made. And it's at this place that you've seen the power of God flow. It is the power of the altar. And in your life, there must be an altar somewhere on this earth where God's presence is manifest on the earth. Where God's voice speaks for you. Sometimes, yes, we have the Holy Spirit. Yes, He's on the inside of us. Oh, yes. But unless, unless we have even laid this body as a living sacrifice upon God's altar and surrender in service at the altar, it's not possible for Him to live and abide and manifest in and through you and I the way He should. That's where Romans 12 once says, Offer your body as a living sacrifice. Sacrifice was always made at the altar and so in your life you must recognize the power of the altar I said on a few days ago you can touch anything and you can do a lot of things in the house of God but whenever you touch the altar the gardens of the altar will defend the altar. Why? Because it is where angels are. That's where you find the power. At the altar. That's why we've been they ascended into the flame. With the flame. Altars. God walks with altars. Revelation. Chapter number. Let me show you something. You know this. Revelation chapter number 8 and verse number 3. It says this. And another angel came and stood at the altar. Right. Having a golden incense censer. And there was given unto him such much incense. That he should offer it with the praise of all the saints. Upon the golden altar which was upon the throne. And the smoke of the incense which, which came with the praise of the saints ascended up before God, before God, out of, the, out of the angel's hand. And the angel took the censer and filled it with the fire of the altar and cast it into, into the earth. And there was voices, thunderings, lightnings, and earthquakes. Where was it offered? Altar. The way things work in the realm of a spirit. Says we have come unto Mount Zion. But yet the people being written is the only place that they have weed in Hebrews. Forsake not the gathering of the brethren of yourselves together. Oh, the only place that they were coming to was the church. That's why he says, I stood in the midst of my in the midst of the congregation singing praises unto thee. But yet so we have come unto Mount Zion. Other words. As it is in here, as it be done and as it is in, but your bind and shall reduce them. Our windows, parallels, right? So, other words, 
in heaven there is a true altar, the real the altar, where sacrifices are made, where he receives the sacrifice. So, in other words, here he, he receives the praise of the saints. But where is the praise of the saints made? Where is the praise of the saints answered? But where does the fire, the thunder, the lightnings, of course, the voices come from? But where do you see the answers happen? At this altar. So, in other words, there's an altar there and an altar there. If this be a true church of God, then this altar is connected to that altar. And the only reason why you see the power of God move and you see the miracles and some of you have the testimonies that you have, of the answers that you have, of the miracles that you have, is at the altar. Why? Because this is a reflection. This altar is a reflection of that altar. It's a connection. So when angels ascend and descend and befell the house of God, isn't it? You must value the altar. And whether it is this church or you're anywhere in the world, wherever your life takes you, God takes you, let there be a place on the earth, an altar, where God appears to man, where God speaks to man, where men speak to God, for God, and speak to God, and, and, and they sacrifice, speak to God, and speak for them. Therefore, they knew they always ran to the horns of the altar. Even Joab, all these guys, they ran to the horns of the altar. They want mercy. They ran. Even the most wicked ran to the place of the altar. Honor the altar. Because if you don't find God anywhere in your life, you will most likely always find him at the altar. Because it is the place where angels ascend and descend. It is the place where heaven and earth meet. How many times have you not seen it here on a Sunday? I'll say the angel of the Lord is standing here. Or the angel of the Lord is standing here. And you think, why does that? And you'll see the surge of the power and the demonstration of his power. How, why? Where? Because the angels are guardians of the altar. So they honor the altar. So they protect the altar from all of us, including myself. Right? You remember? Yeah, yeah. And then and out of that, the power flows because of the power, the glory, the life, the, the approval is in the altar. We have a team called Keepers of the Altar. Their job is to keep the altar. And so tonight, I said to the guys, let us lay the altar. These are the, the articles of this is a, symbolizes the altar. And the power of God will always flow. Answers will always be at the altar. And tonight, for the next few minutes, I want you to give you the opportunity to come to the altar, to talk to the Lord about your life. I grew up in the power of God. And I, I, just, I always wondered, why is it that in the front row, the power was the strongest of you around the altar? I never knew until I understood and began to understand altars. Because it is the place where, where God's presence ascends and descends. From my own experience, it has been so. Right. As I walk here, there's something hovering on top of my head. <laughs> and uh, 
something angel of the law of course but um and um to my left yeah and the more i talk about it it's getting heavier presence like fire why or the old and so you find that around this place and every meeting that we have the angels of the lord will always take up a position i've been that side of the altars this side on top over therefore many times in the videos you will capture the glory the cloud hanging there and the things falling thing dropped out of there because we are looking at the altar, the in and around, the circumference of the altar. And the real occasions, I would see them here outside of us. This here, just here, outside of us, outside of the window, in the air. But always around the altar. Around. Yes. So I want to give you the opportunity in the next few minutes just to come to the altar. To pray and talk to the Lord. You know, in old time Pentecost, they used to do that a lot. Come to the altar. People lost the revelation. Thank you, Lord. Yes. For the next few minutes, let us come to the altar. Amen. If you want to say something to God, there's a year to capture. Thank you for listening to this message, and we hope it has been a blessing to you. Our goal is to change the way you see and know Jesus. Leaving your life empowered, envisioned, and enriched. For more messages by Prophet Ryan Jacobs or for more information about the Empowered Church go to www.empoweredchurch.com or view our YouTube channel, Empowered Church TV. Feel free to come join our life-changing services.